Good evening, everyone. If you're visiting with us, we're honored to have you with us, and maybe it's your first time, or maybe you've been here many times, but uh, we want you to always be here whenever you're able to, and we'd like to, to let us know if we can help you in any way in your spiritual journey. Uh, we're all here struggling and uh, looking to encourage one another as it's God's will, and, and we want you to be a part of this as well. Um, as, if you open your Bibles up to Ephesians chapter 5, we'll be reading that here in just a minute. Um, this year is coming to a close. I don't know if you had a good year or a bad year or just a so-so year. Uh, but in reality, no matter how good your year, you still face some frustrations because life isn't perfect. Uh, once Adam and Eve sinned against God, sin came into the world, death came upon all men. This world's not like God wants it to be. And we live in what's called a fallen world. Uh, we struggle with so many things. We struggle with relationships. Even with the people you love the most on the face of the earth, there are struggles at times, difficulties. Maybe you struggle with your health. Uh, if you're not now, just wait a little bit. <laughs> Sooner or later, you all have that uh, difficulty. Uh, maybe it's your job or uh, maybe even your church family. It's just part of life. Just things aren't like they need to be and like they will be in heaven. But uh, the Bible has a lot to, to say about that. And we want to read uh, before that. If life is, this is what's life like if you try to solve all of your own problems without God. It's just uh, kind of futile. And uh, so the Apostle Paul here in chapter uh, 5, beginning of verse 15, he shares with us how we can be helped by God. First thing he says, look carefully then how you walk, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So many people are intelligent, highly educated, but not wise. And the word of God brings us wisdom. And so we need to make the best use of the time of our lives because the days are evil. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to see how evil things can be. Uh, it's uh, just, you know, that war started in Ukraine, Russia. It was like, why? Why are people dying unnecessarily? Life's difficult enough without all that. And then, then Palestinians and Israelis are in the war, and, and we have people erupting all over the world, and even in our own country, just protesting and things. It's, it's, it's rough. And so you need to be careful how we use our lives. The days are evil. And verse 17 says, Therefore, do not be foolish, okay? But understand what the will of the Lord is. If you don't know God's will for your life, it's just foolish. It's right there in the Bible. The word of God's for all of us to see and, and to follow and be blessed. And then he says in verse 18, do, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. Debauchery means just pitifulness, just terrible, terrible lifestyle, okay? So people make fun of you, young people. If you don't drink, they're going to make fun of you. But then when you drink, they'll make fun of you too because you do stupid stuff. So just don't be foolish. Look, look to be filled with the Spirit of God. You know, uh, alcohol or drugs will make you do things that you would never do otherwise. And God's Spirit in us will help us to do things that 
on our own, we'd, we would never do. And things that please God. Verse 19, he says, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So, if you don't remember anything tonight, remember this. If you want to live a happy life, the key is being thankful. Being grateful, being thankful. We're so spoiled. We, we've got so many luxuries. We have such a good lives that times we focus on maybe something that's frustrating us or something we don't have. And, you know, if you can get up out of bed and walk and, and breathe and, and you have a roof over your head, we've just got blessings and blessings and blessings. But if you're always looking for the bad things, or, or if not looking for them, but focusing on the bad things in your life, You'll never be happy. So the Bible says, Paul, when he writes this, he's in prison. This is one of the four prison epistles, Philemon, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Paul's in prison and a nasty prison. I've been to some jails here in the United States and things, and they're pretty nice. I wouldn't want to be in one, but I've also been in jails in South America. It's like the guys, there was one window for about 20 guys to breathe out of this one. They had to take turns. wasn't even room for them all to lay down. They had to take turns laying down. And so I imagine Paul's situation is even worse. And he's right. He says, look, be thankful for everything to God. And that's the key to being happy. Well, Highland Heights has been around for a while. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. But it's not perfect, but I'm glad to be here. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we can be thankful to God for of this congregation the secret to a happy life is a spirit of thankfulness to God. And so I'm going to talk about quickly a bunch, a bunch of ministries and activities and works this congregation is involved in. And you're going to get blown away how much this congregation does. And I'm sure I'm going to leave out a bunch of stuff. So afterwards, don't come rushing up. Hey, you know, we forgot, you know, the most important. Well, I'm sure I forgot a bunch. But this will get us started here. So... Uh, they're kind of in alphabetic order, but not really. Okay, so our annual area-wide singing is a neat thing. If you've never been, you want to come next year. People from congregations, cities all over Middle Tennessee come. Uh, we have two of the best benevolence deacons on the face of the earth and their families because they stay here for hours while the deacons are working with people. <laughs> Isn't that right, Mary? Isn't that right, Pamela? But they're so patient. And so loving, kind, and they don't want to just, oh, here, hand out stuff and, and to get rid of somebody. They really want to know how they can help. They really want to also take care of the, the Lord's resources that we give us, not just squander things. So I take my hats off, but uh, we, this congregation does a lot of benevolence and a lot that we don't see, you know, a lot of things that you each individually do. And so I thank God for uh, the benevolence work. We also have Awesome Bible classes for all ages, Sunday mornings and Wednesdays. If you've never taught a Bible class, you don't know how much preparation that takes. It takes hours and hours and hours of preparation. Try to find a Bible teacher to, <laughs> to fill in. Because <laughs> people are like, well, I'm over, overwhelmed already with everything in my life. You know, I don't know if I can take that on. So we thank God for the great Bible classes we have and the great facilities here. Uh, care groups. What a blessing. People need help. Visitors come. They need to be contacted, followed up on. 
pastoral counseling, that sounds kind of like, maybe that didn't sound, that sounds kind of denominational, but that just means we're not professional counselors, but uh, we, we're ministers that counsel, and so that's a technical term, pastoral counseling, but we do a lot of that, premarital counseling, we've done two or three, three or more this past year, uh, and a lot of personal counseling, one-on-one or with couples, families, um, and that's a blessing. You know, people need, to, and, and we can open the Bible and share with people and, and listen and pray with people. Uh, Project Unify uh, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of work. Some of those guys are pretty, I'm, I, my talent extends to a change in a light bulb, and, and I'll probably get shocked when I do that, but there's a lot of talented guys here and, and ladies also, and, and volunteer their time, travel great distances, and give uh, to bless people that are in, uh, facing disasters. Also, many of you go to Nashville to help with the disaster relief program there. Um, evangelism. Uh, I know many of you participate sowing seeds individually. Uh, we'll have maybe a visitor come, and you'll uh, begin a relationship with that person or see where, how we can help that person, help them to feel comfortable here. Others will sit down and study with that person to show them God's will for their lives and uh, it's just a blessing whenever we can help people come to Christ. Uh, family Fun Day. Uh, some of these we may not have had this past year, but we have in the past, and I know they're in our, our budget for this year, so uh, it's a good time to invite people from the community and just enjoy our, our time together. Family Retreat, uh, so I believe it's in our budget for this year. COVID kind of got us stopped on some of these re retreats, but... Uh, Girls for God's a neat new ministry that started next Sunday. You'll all be meeting next Sunday at 5 o'clock. Uh, it's a really awesome thing. Older women need to teach the younger women. That's what the Bible says. Uh, Gospel Minutes, uh, we help support this, and we receive the, those papers, and they're out there on the table in the fellowship hall. You can always grab one just to, to give your neighbor or to leave with somebody, you know, wherever. Uh, Gospel Meetings, we have two of those a year, and uh, so there, there are great blessings here and opportunities for us. Graduates dinner, it's a big thing. I don't know how many seniors we got this year, but we have a few, I'm sure. Um, teachers appreciation banquet, that's always a good banquet. I like to eat, so that's good. Uh, VBS, boy, I don't think there's any congregation goes out more than this congregation for VBS. I mean, you see this decorated from side to side here, and it looks like a spaceship up here. It's, it's something, you know, just, and all the kids come and uh, have a great, great week. Uh, our jail ministry, uh, led by Dan and Janet Gray, and many others, obviously, it's not just them, but uh, they're the ones, the backbone of this ministry, and it's touched lives, and I've been to several, the graduation at the courthouse with some of the young ladies, and it's life-changing. Um, Rise group, it's a neat thing to pay attention to the younger children also. It's not just the youth that need, uh, the younger children also need involvement in activities and Bible teaching. Kids sing. Uh, Keith did a good job. Even Titus is spouting off up here. Three years ago, he couldn't even talk. He was just born. You know, he wasn't even here three years ago. The 13th will be his third birthday, so... Uh, and our, and our youth group is a blessing here. We had a, a great summer with Wyatt, uh, youth devos, and lots of food, and lots of fun. And 
then there's CYC. I think I saw some 70 people or more signed up to go already this year. And that's been a blessing for not just the youth, but for families as well. Uh, the bridge group, building relationships, relationships and devotion to God and each other. And that's kind of between their youth group and the happy hearts group and just uh, kind of our forgotten people. I think they're so busy working that they don't have time to fellowship among themselves, but uh, hopefully they'll be able to do that a lot. And then we have the Happy Hearts 55 and older group, and uh, they're pretty active. Uh, got the Magi boxes, Christmas gifts for the children in Honduras, and, you, and then the Widows, Widowers, and Singles Breakfast, and Women's Retreat, Ladies' Day, our worship services, Ricky Haskins keeps everybody on their toes, makes sure they, everybody gets in their spots, and James comes here on Saturdays and gets things lined up with the communion and locks up, opens up, and Glenn Norton makes sure we get birthday cards, and he oversees all this anyway, the, the worship here, and so we're just so blessed here. And then, of course, Jackie Whited and the sound and video projection uh, ministry back there, all the guys that are involved in that. Uh, and then our church security team. Uh, it's not just that policeman that comes on Sunday mornings. Uh, lately it's been Jeremiah Vantries, but sometimes it's a different one. But, but we have a, a good group of people here that are always watching out for us and, and being, helping us feel safe. And fellowship meals on first Wednesday of the month, uh, periodically on Sundays like today. Best place to eat in Lebanon, Tennessee is uh, right here in our fellowship hall. Meals on Wheels, it's been going on for decades. I mean decades. So I've got some old pictures of the old building and uh, lots and lots of families have been blessed. The church is uh, being seen in the community. The lights of the church are shining. Uh, the food box, some of you aren't aware of this food box situation, but whenever maybe somebody's sick or has uh, operation or some, some need, maybe a birth of a child, there's always each month a lady that's over the food box and, and she'll call different ones in order, kind of people that volunteered to participate in that. So if you're, not, you're, if you're not on that list and you'd like to be, you can see Allison and she can get you on that list there with the food box. Uh, also, the ladies have a team for bridal and baby showers. It takes a lot of work. If you've ever seen the fellowship hall, whenever one of those things happen, you know the ladies have been involved. It's beautiful. Uh, Thursday morning Bible class is a really neat time. I think we'll probably start it back about the second Thursday in, in uh, January, but uh, it's been a blessing, Keith, just awesome. And uh, so you could participate. We could, you could teach us over Zoom or something. I could fix that TV up and we could do that from Bethel. So uh, Thursday morning Bible class also fixed Christmas baskets and cards for our shut-ins, the elderly. And then also Thursday uh, is regularly... Linda Dinwiddie and Diane Cozart keep our cards going to the sick and those who are needing encouragement. Uh, we have nursery care here. Um, maybe you have a small child and you don't realize it, but you can take your baby back there and drop him off, you know, or her off, and just sit, come in here and enjoy worship. Uh, it's, it, or if you want to stay with your own child, you can, but it's just a, a neat place there. Everything's all set up uh, for you to be, be able to participate. Then we have a training room on this side. Used to call it the cry room, but training room was because little children aren't able to keep still. 
My, my kids, I had to duct tape them. <laughs> so it might be a neat place that you can feel more comfortable, not stressed out because your child's uh, not wanting to cooperate. Uh, we're so blessed with a beautiful building. Two years ago, almost going to be three years in May, we moved into this new building. The first was the house there. Uh, there on the property in 1951. Then by 1952, they built the, the original building. And uh, in 1977, they remodeled the auditorium. But in 86, they extended the building there. And then in 2020, uh, 19, 2021, then we inaugurated our building here. So we're so blessed. Everybody that comes here has always been felt so comfortable with this building. It's, it's beautiful, but it's not over the top to where people don't feel comfortable. And, uh, it's just a blessing. And then we're so grateful to Ashley for keeping our church building looking so nice. I know it's, it's kind of like that guy with the water trying to get the buckets with the water over the fence, but you do a great job. You pour more water out than he does. Uh, Faith and Action Day, Houston's led that for us for several, the work day for several years, and it's been a blessing that Highland Heights Church does. Uh, Sweetheart's Banquet is an awesome thing. This past year, the 70s was our theme, and everybody looked right at home in their bell-bottom pants and flowered shirts and whatnot. Our fifth Sunday contributions. This year, we had five fifth Sundays, and so given to a lot of different good uh, works. Uh, this year, we'll be given to, or today's, we'll be given to Memphis School of Preaching, the Southwest School of Institute of Biblical Studies, and Heritage Christian University. Then we have the summer series. Some 13 different men, preachers come in and uh, have been a blessing. Uh, and we have a lot of mission work going on. Uh, domestic, take domestic trips this year. I heard they're wanting to take a, at least one domestic trip, one international trip. And uh, the congregation's been involved for many years. They helped support, started supporting Becky and I in 1977, in 1979. And uh, the first time he came in 2007, that was such a blessing to see people from home came, and then later in 2014 and 2017. So, um, actually, right now we're supporting Alex and Anna Gerodo with their three daughters, Alicia, Eliza, and Olivia. And uh, so there they are, the picture of their family I took of them this past September. And they are gold. Those, that couple is, I can't say enough good about them. Uh, we also support the Brazil Children's Home. Um, it, we've had over 400 children in the last 15 years there, and uh, all of our, your donations have been uh, a blessing to those kids and, and to the functioning of the children's home. And we thank you for blessing Becky and I and allowing us to make two trips every year to Brazil, and uh, we're able to help Christians and churches in different states there in Brazil and with your patience and, and your cooperation, it's been a blessing to our lives. Uh, we've also been supporting many years uh, Donnie and Paulette Mitchell. They uh, work in Guyana. They make several trips uh, to, they've been doing it for over 30 years, been going to Guyana, and they just uh, got back from their last trip in November and pretend to go back in February. Uh, we also support Robert Brown in Honduras. Don't let his name throw you. There are some South Central American countries that they have English names, but I don't think he speaks any English. And, uh, but I've met other people from uh, Honduras or, or 
Panama and different places that have English uh, names, but he's there, the throne bearers know him very well. Also, Joseph Seger, he is from Haiti. Uh, he lives in the Orlando area, but he makes trips to Haiti and works with the Haitian population there in Florida. And we also support Zachary Holmes, who oversees uh, the India work there. And we support Brad Harab and Focus Press. And we support all of Apologetics Press. It's just fabulous works. Gospel Broadcasting Network, GBN. Southwest School of Biblical Studies. We're supporting Christopher Wilcutt right now. And uh, he, I understand, is going to graduate in July. And I know, I think the first year there, he was number one student. Uh, that was what I remember. And uh, awesome, awesome guy. So, but it's not his fault. It's a family problem. Everybody's, everybody's like that. Uh, we're also supporting Samuel Rocky uh, at the Memphis School of Preaching. And uh, our contribution this today, part of it will go to the Heritage Christian University where, where Keith graduated from with his Master's in Divinity, so a 90-hour master's program. And we have some of the most dedicated deacons in the world. There you see there. And I, I went ahead, even though Jake resigned recently for, for, for personal reasons, but I went ahead and put his picture up there because he made such an impact, positive impact with our young people while he was here. And so we appreciate all of you deacons. I'm not going to go into your ministries and talk about each one individually. Uh, we'd spend the whole time doing that. And then, of course, we have some sacrificial elders. I talked about our benevolence deacons, but uh, I think our elders even... Uh, but their wives usually know enough to drive separately. Uh, they, but they meet hours and hours, and during the weeks, not just Sundays or things. They, during the week, they're up here several times a week for hours. And it's not just meeting. It's, it's what they're dealing with and praying about, the pro people's problems, people's difficulties, weak and spiritual weaknesses and concerns and, and choices that affect people's lives for generations. So it, we need to pray for our shepherds. And then there's our church business coordinator, Allison Greer. Um, that's not a very good picture of her. Actually, that's not even a picture, but she kind of threatened me the last time I put a picture of her up there. So I thought, well, that's close enough. That's close enough. Her glasses are a little different. But, but Allison is a champion. I'll put our church secretary up. I'll match her up against any church secretary in the Brotherhood, and we'll come out ahead. I'll, I'll guarantee you that. She can even birth a camel. So, I mean, like... <laughs> She gets, she's got that stuff so whipped up and organized and everything. It's like, that's awesome. And she also continues with the church bulletin she's done many years. And so after Pam, uh, Sister Pam turned it over to her, done a great job. And, and make sure you thank her for it. It takes a lot of hard work to do that. And uh, she sends out uh, report, reports or the visitor's card. And, and a lot of you help taking uh, attendance. And so we can help keep track of those that are missing and need, need special attention. Uh, this church, we're thankful for the Highland Heights group emails that so we're able to keep people during the week uh, updated with what's going on, things that needs that different ones have. We also have a group text uh, messaging goes out periodic, not as often as our emails, but uh, when there's something urgent, 
You're not, you can't put a lot of text. There's, you're limited to how many characters you can have in those group texts. So uh, usually, if you do receive a text, it's usually pretty short, kind of cut and dry, but uh, it's mostly because it's more urgent. Then we have PowerPoint announcements that roll before our worship services and then at the beginning of our services. Uh, we actually have two Facebook pages. One, just internal, that people that are not from the congregation are not allowed to be a part of. And then we have one public that everybody can see, uh, but they can't post uh, to. So uh, I'm not much of a Facebook guy, so if you're interested in helping with that, I want you to come and talk with me about that. Um, I know it's a powerful tool, but you can only do so much. So if, you, if you'd like to be more involved in that, let me know. And then, uh, thanks to God and, and using Jackie to get us this awesome website, uh, our last provider, she retired in December, closed up her business, so Jackie had to scramble, find another company to host our website, and I think found even a better, and it's, it's going really smoothly there. Um, one awesome thing you may not realize is that we can give online through our church website, through our highlandheights.org. There's up the top, you see online giving. You click on that, and then if you don't already have an account, you can open up an account there, and it's very safe and secure. You can do reoccurring deposits or just a one-time deposit. That's a, that's a blessing. Kids nowadays don't, don't you know, the young, younger generation don't carry money or don't have checks. Um, some guy here in town bought something for me the other day, and he says, do you have Venmo? I was like, I don't have Venmo. <laughs> just give me a check <laughs> or just give me the money. But the young people, you know, this has been a really uh, good thing. And then, uh, thanks to Jackie also, we have live streaming of our worship service. We're live streaming right now. People are watching us in Texas and other places, I know. Uh, so, uh, so that's a blessing. Or even after the, the live streaming, you can go on YouTube, type in Highland Heights, Church of Christ, Lebanon, Tennessee, and you'll come up with the most recent uh, sermons and worship services and Bible classes. And so uh, we've been very blessed with that. And Phil led our singing for 18 years, about 18 years, and we're thankful to Phil and uh, Kay for putting up with Phil. But uh, you just, you're awesome, Phil, and we appreciate you so much. You don't know. You don't know. And then Keith, we appreciate you too, I guess. But you've only been here three years. He was like, did this for 18, so no. But when Corey left, I thought, oh, no, what are we going to do? You know, it's not going to be, it's not, this is not going to be good. And then God sent you, and you've been a blessing. So I'll tell you what, you've marked our lives, made a difference, and we can't wait for Titus to grow up and come here and be our preacher. So. Um, this congregation had its first worship service on January 7, 1951. And next Sunday is January 7th, 2024. So it'll be 73 years, this congregation. Obviously, though, they started meeting, organizing, working, getting this congregation ready to begin in the 1950. But, but the official first worship service was 1951. And so uh, we need to uh, pray and thank God. Time's passing swiftly. If you look here, you might recognize some of these men up here. Um, so this picture, I have no idea when. I just came across it in the dark corners of the old building there and everything. So you can 
you can see some people there. Some of them you won't recognize because they've got dark hair, but uh, Charlie Montgomery over there on the right. So uh, that guy with the dark mustache that looks like Tom Selleck, that's, that's Char Charlie Montgomery. <laughs> and there's Ken, and there's Hal Kirby, and Glenn Norton, looks like a NFL football player there. And just, uh, okay. I want to say a prayer of thanksgiving and then I want to offer the invitation here. So let's, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for blessing our lives and taking care of us so it's just in a way that we don't have the words to adequately thank you and as you deserve. Father, we know that above all we're blessed because of Jesus and we've witnessed here in this congregation over this past year how much we've been blessed, how much people love you and serve you and dedicate themselves to you. And now I ask, Father, that you bless us as we come into a new year and help us to be more zealous, more dedicated to you, Father. Help us with wisdom so we know how we can use the gifts that you've given us to, to serve you better in a way that will help the world see what a great, awesome God you are. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So the new year. Everybody likes New Year's because it's kind of like a new beginning. You know, you look back your past year, things didn't go well. My life's not like it should be. So beginning January 1st, things are going to change. And so beginning Tuesday over there, Jimmy Floyd, it'll be full. People will be exercising on the treadmill and doing all this stuff. And then two or three, four weeks later, it'll start thinning out and two or three months later, kind of back to normal. And that's been true probably with, with most of us. But if you really want to start anew, Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he says, that, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. The new beginning doesn't have to wait for January 1st. It can be right now. If you come, it's together, stand and sing. Nice to meet you there.